Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2369. Six Unusually Specific Suggestions for Eating More Sensibly, Part 1, by David Kane of Raptitude.com, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik, your host and narrator. Thanks so much for joining me once again here on OHD. Today will be the start of one of our longer posts, which means I'll split the reading up between today and tomorrow's episodes. So, with that, let's get right to Part 1 as we optimize your life. Six Unusually Specific Suggestions for Eating More Sensibly, Part 1, by David Kane of Raptitude.com. Here's an idea for a science fiction novel. There's a planet whose residents have spent millions of years learning to find a scarce and precious substance that keeps them alive. Evolution weeded out everyone who wasn't extremely determined to locate and exploit this resource. This precious substance, in its many forms, is naturally loved and celebrated by all and has a central role in every culture on the planet. The sci-fi twist comes when people discover technologies that can produce vast quantities of this once-scarce resource. Over the course of a few generations, people go from contending with its scarcity to contending with its overabundance. Each character in the book has to find their own way to manage the consequences of this traumatic reversal. Namely, that they are haunted by ceaseless instinctual cravings that no longer serve them. This is, of course, a major plotline in our own reality. We're biologically tuned for a world with scarce eating opportunities, but happen to find ourselves in an artificial environment that contains a deadly overabundance of such opportunities. Most of the food encountered in this environment is of low quality, optimized for scale, and designed to exploit precisely those pleasure-seeking instincts that are so hard to manage. It would be a thrilling story if we weren't entangled in it ourselves. It's safe to say that most of us have to invest some amount of energy managing our inherited instincts towards food, particularly the one that tells us we should never miss a chance to eat something good. This familiar kind of self-management is usually called eating sensibly. The usual eat sensibly advice is perhaps most tightly encapsulated by Michael Pollan's food rules. Eat food, not too much, mostly plants. These rules make for a nice general heuristic, but it's not a particularly motivating one. I've always found that specific advice tends to be more useful than general advice because it points more directly to the moments at which you turn off the beaten track of habit and instinct. 
here are some more unusual and specific angles to take in navigating the challenging sci-fi premise we find ourselves in. 1. Practice micro-renunciation. Many efforts to eat healthier or cut down on junk depend on hard boundaries and long-term vows with low rates of success. You might declare yourself, as of this or that Monday, to be a person who no longer ever scarfs potato chips, orders takeout on non-special occasions, or self-consciously adds a chocolate bar to the checkout conveyor. This desire to change a habit once and forever is understandable. If you don't scarf the chips this time, you'll just do it next time, right? Permanent lifestyle change or bust. I'm an advocate of scaling down our acts of renunciation. Instead of renouncing a given food or food-related behavior in all of its instances, try renouncing particular bowls of chips or siren-singing chocolate bars. Opting out of one particular bowl is generally doable. Fulfilling lifelong vows is not. And every time you renounce a singular snack opportunity, you see how it is always within your power to do so and that all temptations instantiate themselves in this time-limited and singular way. When my host brings out a bag of Cool Ranch chips, rather than partaking with abandon if I'm currently allowed to and feeling left out if I'm not, I might remember that voluntary renouncing this random bowl of chips is not that difficult and feels immediately rewarding. Plus, the temptation only lasts until others devour it, which never takes long. Two play around with the eating speed variable. As someone once accused of eating a slice of homemade fudge like it was a sandwich, I'm familiar with a certain instinctive tendency to eat needlessly quickly. I suppose something in me wants to keep the pleasure levels high. Slowing down seems like it would make the experience last longer, but only by stretching that pleasure disappointingly thin. That's not the way it works, though. When you test it out, when you consciously slow down, you find that there's more overall enjoyment to be had. It's not the same number of enjoyability units being stretched out over more time units. A high eating pace is a waste of pleasure. When you slow to below your habitual pace, you will feel a hint of impatience, similar to that of driving behind a car that's going a little too slow. Let that feeling be a cue to settle in the new pace, letting the current bite have a longer turn than usual on the merry-go-round. In my experience, This is easy enough and feels at least as satisfying as tumbling along at the usual pace, but it doesn't happen without conscious intention. Three, hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled Six Unusually Specific Suggestions for Eating More Sensibly by David Kane of raptitude.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit 
to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I really like today's author David's first bit of advice, micro-renunciation. This tip, again, discussed the importance of not feeling as though you need to banish certain foods in order to meet your health goals. Instead, maybe we focus on reducing our intake in that moment. If we're tempted by our favorite food, instead of telling yourself no, you could have a little bit, not the whole bag, the whole candy bar, and so on, savor it, and move on. Or, at the moment, you could just say no, wait a while, and see if you still crave it. The problem with trying to avoid a certain food for life is that we may end up hyper-focusing on it. If we constantly tell ourselves, don't think about pizza, don't think about pizza, well, now our minds are constantly thinking about, guess what, pizza. So instead, maybe we have two slices instead of our usual four and replace the two slices we didn't eat with a salad. All right, that will do it for today. Thank you for being a follower or subscriber to the show. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you back here tomorrow where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.